everyone. Welcome to the Tomorrow's MSP podcast, the voice of the medical services profession, where medical services professionals and industry experts contribute their voices about popular topics, including the impacts of artificial intelligence, MSP core competencies, department advocacy, leadership, and more. I'm your host, Lauren Leocoris, content editor for NAMS. On our season one finale episode, we'll be speaking with Roxanne Chamberlain, Senior Director of Medical Staff Services at Bay State Health Incorporated and current NAMS president about 2020's unprecedented events and how they've impacted her presidential term and MSPs as a whole. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Roxanne Chamberlain and I'm your NAMS 2020 president. You've had quite a tumultuous year as NAMS president. What were your objectives before COVID-19 hit and how did they change? I think the biggest objective, which I knew would take time, would be to create the use of technology to reduce redundancies in the credentialing process throughout the country. And because of COVID and the pandemic, that changed the focus to disaster credentialing and helping our members with education so that they could get the necessary education to help them through the pandemic, but also to continue to get education so they can become recertified. That was important for us to offer different modalities of information so that they could get that information. As president and an MSP, how have you been coping with the challenges brought on by the pandemic? As officers, including the president, We divide up different conferences, partner conferences that we attend, and we do blogs on the conferences we attend. Unfortunately, because we were only able to attend one, the National Credentialing Forum in February, that is the only blog that we've been able to report on. And so this year, I was supposed to be on about 11 trips, and I only went on two of them. So the experience that I expected to have as a president that other presidents have had, I have not been able to have those experiences because of the pandemic. So I would say that would be the biggest one, the biggest one that has affected me the most. What have been some of the toughest moments of the past year and have there been any positive outcomes? Well, I'm an optimistic person by nature, so I don't really look so much at the negatives, but more the opportunities and challenges that we can overcome as a group. I would say, you know, we had to ramp up really quickly to do disaster credentialing. I've had a few articles written in the past in Synergy about particular disasters, especially one in New York, I remember. But this is the first time I think we've had something of this nature where it's been worldwide. And it's been all across the United States. So we had to ramp up quickly on implementing what's called disaster credentialing, which is some of the same functions as regular credentialing, but then you don't do all of the same things because it's an emergency. So having helped the membership get through that, because a lot of them, I think, felt lost, especially with the privileging piece. They thought they still had to privilege people, which kind of negates the fact that it's an emergency and you don't have time to do something like that. So I think the town halls that we had, uh, we had three town halls about COVID with the same panel, I think really helped the membership understand what they should be doing and what they shouldn't be doing and lessons learned. So I would say that was the biggest thing. 
MSPs are the gatekeepers of patient safety, ensuring quality care through the credentialing and privileging of healthcare providers in an ever-changing industry. Expand your knowledge base and core competencies by visiting nams.org forward slash education. What have you learned from your experience as president of NAMS? Well, I think what I've really learned to do and had to adapt quickly to is things that I've never done before. Like I never did a webinar. I never ran a town hall. So that was new. And I never did a blog. So that was new. And now I'm doing a podcast and I've never done that before. So these are all growth opportunities that I might not have been afforded otherwise. So being president has really helped me. And it also has helped me working with the NAM staff to understand what it takes to run a national association. There's a lot of moving pieces and there's a lot of different personalities that the staff have to deal with on a yearly basis. And they have to adapt to those particular personalities So I think it's really opened my eyes to what it takes to run a national organization. And I've been very grateful for that experience. How has combating COVID while in a leadership role prepared you for potential future events of similar severity? Well, I think now that we have disaster credentialing, which covers a wide range of unfortunate events, not just a pandemic, but it can be a hurricane or something like that. And we're seeing more of those across the country with our climate problems. It really has made me pivot and be able to adapt more quickly, which I am a pretty flexible person, but and I actually like change, but it actually made it happen quicker this year. And so not only did I have to deal with anything related to NAMS, I had to deal with being a director of my staff and having them pivot to working remotely full time, which we are still working full time from at home and probably will be for the next year because the pandemic is expected, as you, you know, we've talked about before going into the end of this year. It's a, and then dealing with working from at home and your home life, work life balance. It's been a lot. It's been a lot this year, but fortunately for me, I do like change and I'm adaptable probably more than most people. So I see it as an opportunity and a challenge to learn and grow. But I think that's one area where even when the pandemic ends, healthcare is going to change rapidly and our MSP members are going to need to adapt quicker than ever before. What do you appreciate most about the MSP community's response during this challenging year? I am so proud of our members. They've really risen above. They've made sure that they've stayed educated when they were so busy and when staff cuts were occurring and furloughs and layoffs. So not only did they have to keep up with their education, they had to deal with filling gaps in order to get the work done. So it's been very challenging. And so they've had to do more with less for sure. And I really feel like they've risen to the challenge because they really take their job seriously and they are the consummate professional. So I I couldn't be more proud of our MSP community at all. Like what you hear on the Tomorrow's MSP podcast? Visit namsgateway.org to catch up on more content and insights from medical services professionals and industry experts. What advice do you have to give to the next president, Amy Woolley Randall? Well, Amy and I, we talk weekly with a few of the NAM staff. And I think she's totally prepared for what's coming because she does, we, you know, we do a lot of intel on what's coming and we do expect 
the pandemic to continue. I think what's going to be fortunate for her is that we had our first all virtual conference this year and it was very successful, but there were a few technical glitches, of course, and it was our first time doing it. And we totally, you know, we only had like four months to ramp up where if we have to go one more year virtually, which I suspect we might, she will have the benefit and the staff will have the benefit of planning the whole year versus four months. And so, and then we can change things up and add things maybe that we weren't able to do this year. So her and I have had conversations and I think she's totally prepared for what's to come. Do you have any closing thoughts to share as you prepare to step down as president? My biggest thing, if I could give advice to the MSP community, is that it's going to be so important for them to be good communicators and administrators in the future and to have really great relationships, especially with their IT departments, because as we create efficiencies and reduce redundancies in the credentialing process, I believe the focus is going to be on gathering more meaningful data on OPPE and peer review like never before. And I think the MSP P role is going to be more on analysis versus verification processes, which will still occur for the non-static information, but they are going to need to adapt. I also think that they're going to need to have more medical services departments take on provider enrollment that will continue. They're going to need to know more about the provider enrollment process, which NAMS is prepared to give them more education on. And then I also think that they're going to have to learn more about more insurances. And they will also have to adapt because I think the organized medical staff of today is going to look different in the future. And we're not sure how that will play into the role of the medical services professional. I think they have to keep their eye on technology and blockchain about what's coming with that. And um, I also think they're going to have to deal a lot more with late career practitioners and have to deal with cognitive and physical abilities. And this will become an enormous challenge for them in the future. And I also think they're going to have to keep up with more types of clinical practitioners that enter the field as more work from the MD trickles down to these other type of practitioners. So I think there's a whole lot of moving parts going on in the medical services profession. And the biggest thing you can do is also learn some soft skills and then also how to be more adaptable and not just have your skills all about being technically proficient. It has to be more about the the softer skills. And I think that's going to take out the MSP far. And the ones that don't adapt will be left behind. So please, please stay up on your education and, and learn and adapt as much as possible. Thank you for listening to the Tomorrow's MSP podcast, the voice of the medical services profession. I'd like to extend a special thank you to Roxanne Chamberlain for joining us on our final episode of the first season of the Tomorrow's MSP podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in to the next episode to stay up to date on the latest news and insights. Read more in-depth articles on trending topics by visiting us at namsgateway.org. Until next time.